Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're in the fourth chapter of Acts in the midst of an encounter, right? A story. And if you remember, Peter and John had had an encounter with a man that was lame. And they healed him by the power and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The religious rulers demanded to know why. And Peter told them. Told them that this is what's going on. This is what's happening. And so what was the response of the people, the religious rulers and everybody? Well, we saw it in the previous episode. Verse 13 said this. Now, as they observed the confidence of Peter and John and understood that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and began to recognize them as having been with Jesus. Now, folks, I can't say that enough. Okay, <laughs> they recognize that they had been with Jesus. Can that be said of us? Can those within the world, those within religious realms, even those that are true believers, can they recognize in us that we have been with Jesus? That is a big, big thing. We press on verse 14. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they had nothing to say in reply. So the religious rulers, they see the man standing there. They had seen this man hundreds, thousands of times cumulatively, okay? And here he is. He had been lame from the womb, and he's standing there before them healed, and they had nothing to say in reply. In reply to what? In reply to what Peter had said. Do you remember what all he said? He said, hey, religious rulers and elders, if you're, if we're on trial here because of what we've done, the sick man, let it be made known to you that it's by the name of Jesus, the one you crucified, and who God raised from the dead. It's by his name that he's healed. And you know what? Jesus is the stone which was rejected by you, the builders. But Jesus became the chief cornerstone, and there is no other salvation under heaven. He's the only one, only in his name. That is what they had no reply to. They didn't know what to do. So, what do you think they did? Well, whenever you don't know what to do, you have a committee meeting, <laughs> verse 15. But when they had ordered them to leave the council, they began to confer with one another. So they kicked them out, kicked everybody out, and it was just a council. And the council is conferring with one another. They're meeting. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Verse 16. And they were saying this, What shall we do with these men? For the fact that a noteworthy miracle has taken place through them is apparent to all who live in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. So that was the real issue. What are we going to do with these guys? I mean, what can we do? There's no doubt that a miracle took place. There's no doubt. And what they're saying is, we're not going to say that we believe the miracle took place because of what they said, that it was in the name of Jesus. You notice that didn't even come up in this account of it. But there's no doubt that a miracle took place. He's standing there with them. So what do we do? We can't come back and deny it. You know, we can't do what we've done before when Jesus was around and say, oh, well, this is just of the evil one himself. Remember when they had done that? They said, we can't do that. So what are we going to do? So here's what they decided to do, verse 17. But 
so that it will not spread any further among the people. Let us warn them to speak no longer to any man in this name. Okay, we see what they tell them to do, and we see why, though we see it in the opposite order. Why? To where it will not spread any further among the people. To where what will not spread any further among the people? Well, the fact that there's a miracle taking place here. And then the truth of the gospel that Peter was telling them, that it was in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that this guy was resurrected, the Jesus that God resurrected from the dead. Remember, these were Sadducees who did not believe in the resurrection, did not believe in the afterlife, and they did not want this to spread among the people. And so they didn't want any of this incident, the, the particular incident, nor the teaching. Remember, that's what the religious rulers hauled them in to start with because they were upset about what? Yeah, what they were teaching, you know, what they were teaching. And they, they, they were disturbed. Remember, verse 2 said they were greatly disturbed about the teaching and that they were proclaiming Jesus and the resurrection from the dead. So after conferring with each other, they came along and said, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Tell them not to say this anymore and warn them not to, not to mention this man's name to anybody. Verse 18. So, and when they summoned them, they commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. And so they bring them back in and say, you cannot preach anymore. You cannot teach in his name. Let me tell you, folks, just look at the big picture of this. This is what happens today so often. Here, the religious rulers, the powers that be, are sitting there commanding and demanding the ones that have the true power to cease and desist. The religious rulers only have the power of fear motivated through man. That's all it is. They are not functioning within the power of God. I see it day in and day out. Everybody, they depend upon their status. They depend upon their title. They depend upon their education or their role in their functioning. But they are absolutely powerless within the spirit realm. Powerless. So what do they do? And we're about to see even more of them in just a moment. They come along and they bluff. They come along and tell you what to do. Okay, they say, okay, they summoned them. They commanded them, notice, to, not to speak or to teach at all in the name of Jesus. Well, verse 19, Peter and John knew this. Peter and John answered and said to them, you know what? Whether it is right in the sight of God to give heed to you rather than to God, you be the judge. For we cannot stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. So they look at him and say, you know what? You, you determine this, whether it's right for us to listen to you or to listen to God. You be the judge of that, okay? In other words, we're going to listen to God, and we're not going to listen to you. And the reason? Because we can't stop speaking about it. We can't stop speaking about what we've seen and what we've heard. See, that's a biggie within the body of Christ today. You know, we try to get people to speak of the gospel. We try to get people to speak of the Lord Jesus Christ, of God, of the kingdom of God. And you can't get them to speak of it. You know why? Because they haven't seen and they haven't heard. They haven't experienced it. If you've truly experienced it, then you will speak of what you've seen. You will speak of the teaching and what you've heard. And that's what they were saying. And a huge portion of the body of Christ today has not experienced that. And that's the reason they can't speak of it, because they have not experienced it. Now, let's look at the last couple of verses, last sentence. Verse 21. When they had threatened them further, <laughs> they let them go, finding no basis on which to punish them on account of the people, 
because they were all glorifying God for what happened. For the man was more than 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. See, the people were glorifying God. So the religious rulers knew they couldn't do anything to him. So the only thing they could do is what religious always, rulers always do. <coughs> they bluster more. They threaten them further. They threaten to do this and threaten to do that. Okay? That's all they can do. And so they do it. And the people knew what was going on. Peter and John knew what was going on. This man had been like this more than 40 years. And it's described here in the Word as a miracle of healing that had been performed. Performed. You know, when we think of performance, we're thinking of musical performance, a theater, or a movie performance, or something like that. You know, a show. You know, that kind of thing. No, this is healing. This is the manifest power of God moving through his body through two men who believed and were faithful and obedient, and God performed a miracle. He will do the same through us if we will allow. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.